Hi, and welcome back to another episode of The Search Podcast. I'm Elliot Manning, the Managing Director of Cayman Recruitment. We are based out in the UK and the US. Enjoy this week's episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Search. I'm Elliot Manning. Uh, Today, I'm joined by Mark Nelson. Um, Mark and I actually worked together, I think, for a short stint about, it was like forever ago, 12 years ago now, something like that. Um, I was doing hospitality recruitment, and so was Mark. Um, And we've been in contact ever since. Great guy. Has done incredibly well in recruitment throughout his years. But um, I'll let you uh, introduce yourself, Mark. Yeah, hi, Elliot. Uh, Mark Nelson, um, as you said, worked together, I think it was about 2007, Some of doing that, the yeah. old uh, early days just up the road from, from the Ivy. I think we had a few little perks we did, with the restaurants did. around there. Yep, yep. It was very nice. It was good to be in hospitality. He had uh, access and probably the know of all the restaurants out there at the time, so it was great fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Some great perks, go out and do some meetings. I remember I did do a meeting once and met, met Gordon Ramsay. Really? Halfway through the meeting, Yeah. I don't think I've yeah, got any good yeah. clients. I think the best client I had was Hakkasan, and I put a chef in there, and he got me a, a free meal, and that was it, you know, after that. But yeah. other than that, it was quite hard to get in front of, you know, where I wanted to be. But do you know what? Like, all the meetings and client meetings, you know, you're in a restaurant, you can have a nice drink. It's, uh, it was good fun, wasn't it? Um, it was. Back in the day. But now you've moved over into a completely new area of recruitment. Um, you've been in healthcare now for quite some time, haven't you? Yeah, I originally started off, um, fair enough, in healthcare back in 99 oh, when I was a chef uh, firsthand. So I'd done my training at Langans and uh, fell into recruitment just in a bizarre kind of way at yeah. Mike's wife Nan's funeral. But that's a different story. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I met someone there who got me into doing recruitment and worked at that company there for a number of years. And Brilliant. Decided that I was actually quite good at it, and yep. uh, and I actually enjoyed it as well. So you've been stuck with the whole of fast-paced temp side of recruitment for many many years now, right? And that's something that you you, you know very well. Yeah, I mean, I I did do a little bit of perm, but me personally, I think whether it comes from my chef background and getting that little buzz when you're in the kitchen all the time, yeah. the fast pace uh, of the temp recruitment, even when we was uh, um, in hospitality, it was quite busy then. But the healthcare is the closest buzz I think I can get uh, is working in the kitchen when all yeah. the shifts are coming in all the time. You got, you work with various portals, different hospitals and yeah. homes who use different ways of giving you your shifts and they need it ASAP, a lot of them. So you're uh, on it 100, 110% all the time there. I know, I know. I, mean, I did healthcare for a couple of years um, back in a long time ago, about 10 years ago for a company called Medics Pro, which was urban back then. Um, and I remember it was all just passive framework that came into play at the time, which was quite straightforward. And now the frameworks and the whole system is a completely different kettle of fish compared to how it used to be, right? Yeah, very much so. I mean, you've got different frameworks. You've had the caps that came in uh, back in 2015, which totally changed the temp marketing in terms of how agencies worked um, and obviously their margins, etc., and how that went from... Uh, 2005 right through to 2016 um obviously the compliance is very heavy um as well in yeah. um, healthcare so you're dealing with people's lives you've got to make sure everything's on and you get inspected all the time but like i say that's, that's some part of the buzz of making sure that everything's working and 
keeping everyone informed, I suppose, of, of yeah. what's happening. Well, look, the NHS is a big service at the end of the day. They've got to keep it under control somehow, right? And that's kind of the only way they can do it is by making sure that anyone that's put into it is uh, is totally compliant and putting it you know, in the right way. Um, I mean, as I said, 10, 15, 20 years ago, it was just kind of a free-for-all, right? You just threw anyone and anyone in. So a um, bit different nowadays. But um, in terms of kind of where you've moved to now, you've been in the city, you've been out of the city, you've you've been... You know, you're at a point now where you're at a, you know, a strong point in your career, hours management, um, overseeing everything. But how's that transition and that journey been for you over the years, working your way up through the, the ranks and, you know, the different businesses and sizes of businesses as well? Yeah, it's been good. I've, I've worked and learned um, lots of various different people. And uh, like I say, I'm always learning, even at the ripe old age of uh, 46. Um, <laughs> still always yeah. willing to, uh, to listen and learn to what what someone says um i've been lucky enough to work like i say with some great guys and listen to some guest speakers uh at places i've worked but go i think what's been good for me and helping the newer guys or the younger generation shall i say is because i've done that job yeah there's I'm, I'm on helping them teaching them coaching them whichever way you want to say but because I know it and I've done it. I haven't been a manager who's just come in and said, right, okay, this is what you've got to do. This is how you do it. I can, I understand what they're saying. Um, I can sympathise um, with what they're trying to do. And also if they're trying to pull the wool over my eyes, yep. I know what they're trying to do. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Have you seen a massive change in, I mean, look, let's go back to this. So you've worked in some really large, you know, recruitment businesses. And this is a question I really wanted to ask you. So, Having worked in a very large organization in the healthcare recruitment market and transitioning to a firm that's, you know, a lot more of a, a smaller size to an extent, which um, I'm, I'm just making an assumption that, you know, nurse stock a little bit smaller than, you know, ICG from where you were before. Um, is that a big change in culture and a change in management style for you? Or um, Yes. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, here it is a smaller company, but without we've got more branches off of it. There's a lot more that Fine. nurse. Like we're part of the Gallego Group, so we've okay. got other uh, avenues within Gallego that we do. Um, we do uh, driving. We've got Perm, so which is uh, Daxter, Quick Temp. We also got a strong home care team um, as well, which is operated on a different side. So it's a different. It is very much a different atmosphere, a different culture here to say when I was at ICG. It was a lot more, uh, it was up London. Um, I learned a lot and worked with uh, a great director up there, Michael Hullier, and um, oh, gave me the yeah. opportunity to um, go to India and spend uh, just under a month out there helping them um, grow their, the Indian team. And it was all building out there in terms of compliance and doing some booking. So that was good. Um, and I'd say I learned some different people skills yeah, um, I'm sure. Working yeah. uptown, and, and then coming here, where it is, um, it's still we still do a lot of business. We do a lot with um, all kinds of the healthcare, care market, privates, etc. But um, I think sometimes, and some people might say different. I think the kind of people that are coming through now are, are different. I, whether lockdowns changed a lot. Um, Sometimes I think sort of the uh, work dynamics of how people yeah. carry themselves has changed a lot from how, and times have changed. I mean, if I look, when I first started this back in the uh, 
late 90s and the world has changed um what you could get away with then and what you can get away with now are two different things yeah. which <laughs> yeah of course another story there yeah yeah i think i think ultimately like recruitment's changed massively even since i started doing rhetoric the the demand and the pace and the busyness of recruitment is just gone absolutely crazy you know and everyone kind of finishes school and whereas like myself i fell into recruitment through um you know contacts so you fell into recruit everyone seems to fell into recruitment you know they've been in it for quite some time especially people on this podcast but nowadays people come out of school and uni and they're like i want to get into recruitment and how do i get into it and they start applying to do it and it's it's so different now but yeah i mean i think the, the ways that it works nowadays compared to how it used to is a lot different i, I completely agree with you there um but what about like your style what's your management style Mark, what do you think's different? What gives you that kind of, you know, way of working that, you know, that works for you? I like, I like to get people to, to work for me. I've always, I said, the way I've been, um, various training, like I say, and coaches that I've had through my career is the, I know what works for me and what to get the best out of me. So yeah. most people pretty much work similar to how I do in terms of put a little arm around and find out what that little thing is that they want. And, um, get them to buy into it and I also try to make sure that people buy into me yeah. I think that's um, a key thing I mean I've managed some people and I'm, I'm sure people have managed me and uh, and same with yourself you've got to believe and make sure that they believe in what you're saying as well and it's not it's how you sell it to them and make sure it's all coming out in the right angles so to speak. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I mean I, I'm very much a hands-on manager here yeah. um, and, and I enjoy that I enjoy getting down talking to people um, and trying to explain to them that with this care industry because it is care-led it is all about relationships yeah fine. and it's how you build that relationship when it goes down to everything working with your candidates working with your clients it all comes down to trust uh, ultimately and that you'll work together yeah yeah the, the hashtag one team kind of thing or yeah, yeah, you yeah. Say, it is very much you've got to believe in what you're doing so they can believe in it. If you know what you're doing, the knowledge, they will come to you. Fine. Who taught you, Mark? Where did this all come from? Did you think, do you think this has come from all experience of, you know, doing this for many years that you've learned from different styles and different people um, or have you put yourself out there to do it another way? I've been, I've had a few training courses, say at different companies I've worked at, do different ones. I've taken bits from everyone. Yeah. Um, when we was at ICG, we had a uh, Greg Sell, um, one of oh, nice. the um, uh, was he gold winner uh, rower in yeah. the Olympics. He used to do a number of speeches for us, and uh, some of the stuff that he used to say still rattles around in my head now. Um, going back on just how to get that team working together, and I suppose by listening to what he said in certain elements of when they all used to go out there and live in one hut, him and his brother used to share a bed and doing everything together. But by getting that team ethic, I've tried to install that in all of the teams that I've worked with or grown sure. over the years because it's, uh, again, as I say, the team atmosphere. If you all feel the highs together, you feel the lows together. And that's the way it's got to go. And if everyone does that, then Fine. everyone's happy. That's no, yeah. good to know. Everyone's got different ways and means and mentors. And have you got a mentor for someone you look up to or, or has helped you along the way? Um, I've got a couple of people. That, and I'd say one like Michael I mentioned earlier, um, 
men have always got on well. We started uh, working together uh, many years ago and he went off and uh, done his own thing. But then yeah. we crossed paths again when we worked at ISCG. And um, I still get on well with him. I still talk to him quite Brilliant. a bit. So when, we, when I left working with him last time, I did go to him to ask him some questions that um, I wasn't sure on. I think, okay, right, the best way to do it. And he's gave me some good advice that way. So, Fine. yeah. What's your thoughts on this, right? So you've come into recruitment, you've been in it for six months, maybe you've not even been in it at all. And you need to choose which sector of industry and area of recruitment you want to go into. Everyone aspires straight away. They think most most cases, I want to get into tech. You know, that's where the most money is, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, I've seen recruiters in healthcare earning, you know, 150, 200 plus K, you know, a year just because of the way that they work their desk, um, just like it would be in any sector. But how would you advise or what would you advise a recruiter getting into the industry to choose how to choose their market and you know going into healthcare why why how does that even i think you've you've got to know your market mm. is obviously the, the key one with anything yeah, we've recently uh took five new people on here through uh, an induction that we went through uh, and obviously healthcare there's a lot of terminology um, that goes with that different jargon this there is with anything even like say with the it side um and i i would probably if it was me do my research talk to other uh, recruitment consultants maybe just do some random calls and find out how the market is um and linkedin use that uh, get talking to people on there to find out how they're finding it um and, and what works for them i suppose if you, it's probably more for me i'm quite a, a personality kind of guy so um I, I look for what, what would work for me, but also that environment as well. There's no point going somewhere if you're, okay, you could earn a lot of money, but if you're not going to be happy, awesome. I don't know, maybe that's just my age thing now, that bringing that out. No, it's but what I a lot of people you've, say. You've got to enjoy what you're doing. If And if I didn't enjoy doing healthcare, I wouldn't have been doing it for 20 years. Yeah. Um, and I am passionate about that. If someone comes to ask me, I'll do them a very good job at selling them why healthcare recruitment. Yeah. You could probably do the same so then why wreck to wreck or yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but do you know what the thing is is that and I don't see that a lot of people notice, even our education recruitment, there's so much money, potential, and opportunity to make a fortune in the public sector that you know people sometimes disregard it as you know as being uh, you know there's more opportunity in tech or banking. Um, but then that might not suit their personality. And there's so many recruiters that have gone into those professional markets, can't understand get on with it you know figure it out and they go into public set and they absolutely smash it because it suits them I, a lot more i tried uh many years ago i tried a bit of it recruitment and i didn't i couldn't get on with it i mm. it didn't work for me um i just couldn't get the hang of all the different jargon um and as it was perm it was a little bit more slow paced so i was bored as well i needed yeah. something i could carry on doing um all the time but obviously you talk about the money side of it um See, so you've had the caps on within the NHS. Um, I believe, and I'm not. I don't do education. There have been similar, something similar uh, on that side. Possibly. And now you've yeah. got the lovely IR35, uh, which obviously hit the, the um, nurses and the public sector uh, back was that 2017, quite hard. And that hit a lot of the margins and commission the consultants uh, were taking home, taking home. Sorry, um, and now that's coming into the private sector um 
in April unless anything changes. Yeah, that's the same thing. I did IT for about a year before I jumped into the healthcare market. I liked it. Didn't think it was a bad market to be in. But when I walked into the healthcare space, I got to, I felt like I got to be myself a bit more. Um, and actually, as much as it was technical and quite tough, fast paced, demanding, you know, everything, you know, I could say about it, it was, uh, it was really enjoyable. And I liked it a lot. You know, it's just, it, you know, it was just quite tough at the time um, when they started throwing in the frameworks, you know, into the mix when they'd never been there before, you know, so I decided to change. But then now people go into it, they're kind of used to it from day one. Um, yeah. So yeah, I get it. I've seen both sides of it, and I've spoken to, as you can imagine, many recruiters that tell me everything you know about the markets that you know we're, we're, we're working with. Um, what note or final note kind of thing would you say to someone who is, you know, been in the market through, you know, let's just say they've, well, you can tell me firsthand, you know, they've been in the healthcare market through this pandemic. Um, you know, you guys have been working absolutely, I'm, I'm assuming, extremely hard with everything that's been going on. Um, has it changed your mindset of recruitment, just recruitment, or is there a little bit more kind of inspiration behind it now that you're kind of really having to push to help the NHS? It's a, a lot has changed in the last six months. We're doing yeah. some probably some things we wouldn't have done in terms of yeah. how we liaise with candidates, obviously Zoom calls, etc., um, and, and with clients. And where healthcare predominantly hasn't been. Um, block bookings, et cetera, and stuff like that, because it's been very much, uh, we need someone this day, then we need, don't need someone, then we do. We do a lot of work with private hospitals, a lot of work with care homes as well. A guy is coming out a little while ago with the government saying they want to stop people going in the care homes. Um, that made it very hard, so we had to adjust on how we was going to cope with that. Yeah. So we switched into um, talking to our clients and ask them right if we want to get someone who's going to work with you they won't will work with you won't go anywhere else um obviously just to minimize the risk of covid um so a lot has changed and we've had to work a lot quicker and i would yeah it's, it's been it's been awkward it's been up and honestly. down as well Some in the, the in the healthcare yeah, it's been yeah. up and down as well in the healthcare, healthcare space. I don't think it's because the or the demand. I just think it's because everyone kind of didn't know what to do next and where to go with it and how it was going to plan out. And yeah. I don't think that was obviously anyone's fault in terms of from a recruiting perspective. It just is the way the market was going, wasn't it, at the time or even now? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've had clients have wanted stuff, but they can't have it because they're not allowed or they're not yeah. allowed people in, um, in the home. And we've obviously patients and um, various uh, um, things getting cancelled, operations, etc. sorry, getting cancelled. There hasn't been the need as there has been, I think. Um, like I say, we've been quite into in our office. We've got a nice office here. It's very well spaced out. So we had that minimal distance of each other. We was all shouting across the office, but you know, that, made, that was a bit more fun as well. We were shouting yeah, each course. other to pick the phones <laughs> up. And, um, but... Personally, I think it was good, us being in the office, um, some people working from home, but we were here and we managed to carry on with the business and um, and it's still getting stronger. Good. And it, what's just my next question? Like any, what's the plans now for the next few few months in the business? You know, you guys hiring, you're looking to grow. What's what's the situation? We are. We're con constantly looking to recruit. Like I say, we, we hired another um, five... Um, staff when was it? it was literally just after when the, the last lockdown finished and uh they've come in and we've gone through their 
induction and uh, happy and pleased to say that all all of them all five of them are all actually billing now uh, in less than six months i've got two of them on my team and um they're they're all billing um as with anything we're always open up to uh, to new ideas and constantly yeah. taking on new people um we do various sectors and um yeah if anyone else is looking out there give us a Drop me your details. Well, look, once we get this yeah. out to market, you know, in terms of from this podcast perspective, there's a lot of recruiters out there that I'm sure will be interested in having a conversation with you if they live around, obviously, your area of, of where you guys are based. Is in Putney, did you say? Um, then they can reach oh, no, out. Pearly. Oh, Pearly, sorry, Pearly. Um, then Pearly, they can reach... so Pearly, Croydon. Fine. All south, oh, yeah, basically south of the river. Um, so if anyone is... <laughs> yeah, that's how I call it anyway. From from that's a recruitment our recruitment term in here. Um, it, yeah, I'll, I'll put your details on there, your company details, and if they want to reach out to you directly, feel free to do so. If you want a personal introduction to Mark, you know, just ask me, and I'll send you in the right direction and let you know kind of what the score is. And um, but look, I mean, ultimately, if anyone's trying to get into recruitment, they've got any questions about whether you know the healthcare market should be for them or could be for them, then definitely talk to Mark about it. He's been doing this for a long time, so he, he knows the pros and cons of it. But as he said before. He'll, he'll he'll be able to sell you into it quite easily. Um, it is a good market. I've done it before. Um, I think you can make an absolute fortune in it and also make a real big difference into the NHS at the same time. But ultimately, if you like the fast-paced buzz of recruitment, it's a great place to be. Um, but otherwise, Mark, listen, I mean, I won't keep you too long, mate. It's the end of the day now. I know you want to get home and, and you've got a nice little bar in your garden to have a little drinking um so go and enjoy it mate (laughs) but i appreciate your time i appreciate your time mark and you know again anyone needs anything just let us know mark we'll definitely be in touch mate but definitely yeah keep doing what you're doing and thank you very much thank you very much thank you